0: I'm thankful for this opportunity to share the word this morning. Um, is my sound audible, Samson? Is, yes. is audio enough. Yes. Um this morning I want to the brief time we have talk about a God who introduces himself to us. Who actually comes to us and reveals his name, teaches us to hear it, uh, teaches us to see him. You may wonder where. I would begin even with as early as Abraham, God who came to him and said, go out from your people. And then we also see that uh, with Hagar, Sarah's maid. When uh, we see uh, we see that uh, she's pregnant, that, that there's a problem between her and Sarah. She runs away, Genesis 16, and uh, uh, she's sitting by springs of water, Uh, this is verse 11, in the wilderness by the spring on the way to shore, and the angel of the Lord appears to her and says, uh, return to your mistress and submit yourself to her authority. And then the angel further says in 11, behold, you are with child, and you will bear a son, and you shall call his name Ishmael. Ishmael. Ishmael literally means God hears. God hears. The meaning of Ishmael is God hears. And in fact, uh, the name, uh, you know the child is not born, said when the child is born, name him Ishmael. Seeing that, she has a name that she gives to this God in 13. She says, you have seen what others could not see. She says, you are a God who sees, Elroy. Elroy. God who introduces himself into our into us places himself in our life and calls us to the things that are being given into our hands. And introducing himself, God who hears, God hears, and she calls him. God who sees. There are many other places. Samuel, if you remember Samuel. Samuel as a child is in the temple. And God calls him Samuel. He, he thinks it's somebody else. He thinks it's Eli. And then third time, Eli tells him, it's, you know, as he calls again. Tell him, you know, here I am. God initiates these conversations. God begins these conversations with each of us, not only with the saints, the champions, with the big, you know, uh, you know, people who did great things, even with very ordinary individuals. He personally introduces himself. That's a big part of or need to understand. We need to realize God introduces himself to us. That God is reaching out to us. He is in this constant outreach of trying to gain our attention. And the truth is, we, we hear what we want to hear. He, he is reaching out to us but then we as individuals hear what we want to hear. See a farmer coming to Bombay, a rural farmer coming to Bombay, his ears are trained not for the sounds of the city. He can adjust to it, he can learn, but his trained ears are trained for the little birds, for the frog that's croaking under a sidewalk in the city for the for the hearing of things that are really connected to his life back in the village. In the same way, a city person in a farm and spending a week in a farm would actually be ignoring some of the farm sounds because he's not. Looking for it. He can hear the beep of a phone. uh, uh, the, The exhaust of an air conditioning in some place. The sound, the hum of machines. Because we are trained to hear those things. Where we live. The world is trying to train your hearing and my hearing. With its things. This is the beginning of a new month, a new financial year. What have you been training yourself to listen? What are the things that you're hearing? Are you hearing from God? Are you seeking to hear from God? Is there an earnest desire? Even with Moses, Joseph, Joseph was sleeping. Simply, God introduces himself through a vision. And then he introduces himself I am that I am, the God of your Father. And then Moses has an extraordinary encounter with a burning bush. God speaks to him. His God's outreach to Moses was to distract him from the sheep to attract him through a bush that was burning, yet not burnt up. With somebody like Paul and Saul, who became Paul, there was a blatant, violent, forceful entry into Saul's life through a midday vision that was so bright, he became blind. Encounters of God introducing himself. Saul was not looking to listen to God. In fact, he was working against God in his religiosity. He thought he was doing the right thing. What is that we want to hear? What is that we want to hear? This is one of the most critical human uh, necessities. Hearing, seeing. And we hone this skill as we grow. We learn to distinguish a mother calling a child. Even if there are hundreds of noises, the child will hear the sound of the mother and vice versa. Because they're trained There's a connection. Sometimes when God is silent, we tend to think God is absent. When we don't hear, we think God is absent. God chooses to be silent sometimes, but not absent. Never absent. God is never absent. That's a misnomer. That's the uh, counsel of the enemy. That's the strategy of the enemy to take the child away from the father. Is to spread the lie of the absence of God. We tend to tie God to things and we tend to tie God to places. Even Jacob did that. It's interesting uh, that in chapter 28 of Genesis, uh, in verse 16, then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. He's now glorifying the place that he had this vision. But if you go early God himself says in 15, behold I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. God is giving Emmanuel even then saying, I am with you. Saying, I am not just in this place, I am actually with you, guy. And he doesn't grab it. He thinks God is in this place. He glosses over, I am with you, to I did not know God was in this place. Sometimes we can also tie God to some things what we're expecting, what we're needing, what we're wanting. If God does this for me, then God is with me. If this happens to me, then God is with me. No, God is with you no matter what. He was. Tying God to this place. Later you see I come and. Make a house for the Lord here. 22. The stone which I set up as a pillar. Will be God's house. God is saying I want to be with you. God with us. Emmanuel is a reality. It's a reality. For every one. Of God's children. It's a a necessary learning to hear God, to see God, to be given the ability to communicate with God. God's word is one of the paramount ways through which God speaks. One of the main ways through which God speaks to us. What is my investment into the word of God? What is my timeline? What is my seeking after God in the word? Are you seeking to hear from God? Am I seeking to hear hear from God when I sit with the word of God? And then having read the word of God, am I giving enough time to listen to God's response? Because... Even as I read the word, the word of God is also reading me. It is also scanning me. It is also uh, examining me. Looking at the inside of me. My inner condition. That is hidden from all people. But God looks at our inner condition. What is God seeing in me? Do I wait to listen from God? Now that he has scanned me, what is his diagnosis for me for this morning? That is an important exercise. That's a discipline for which we need to get away. Other noises that want us, especially our phone Beeps, music, however good it may be, worship music, however great it is, even children, sound of children and family sometimes. All those are needed. Those are wonderful. But there are times when you and I need to get away from all sounds every day. All the outreaches of man and world, of family, friends, and others to be available to God to listen. Then this God speaks to you in powerful ways. See, until God opens the word, the word is not open to us. If you look in In Luke, in Luke chapter 24, we have the resurrection of Christ. Then we have two disciples walking to Emmaus uh, from verse 13 onwards. And then Jesus uh, approached and is traveling with them. He's fulfilling where two or three are gathered in my name. And they are talking about him. So gathered in his name, he, I will be. He had promised it. He's doing it. So two are there and he is there. And but verse 16 says, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. Then conversations, and then Jesus leads them into the Word. He starts explaining. Verse 27, then beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. Because they are, they are sad that he, he died, he was killed. Explained is the word is actually open. And then they ask him to stay. They come and they, then, then he reclines to them. He takes the bread and blesses it, breaking it. Verse 30, he began giving it to them. Then their eyes are opened. Then their eyes are opened. They recognized him and he vanished from their sight. They said to one another, were not our hearts burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? See, God opens the scriptures. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of words. God opens the scriptures to God's people. Verse 32. He opens the scriptures. He opens their eyes. And it's not done. Then they run back to Jerusalem and report. And Jesus himself stands there, verse 36. Now all the disciples are there. And they are still afraid. (laughs) And then he reminds them in 44. You know, did I not tell you? And he again it takes the scriptures and goes back to Moses and the prophets. And the Psalms must be fulfilled, verse 44. This is Luke 24, 44. And then 45 has a very interesting verse. And you open their minds to understand the scripture. Wow. Not only does he open the scripture, but he has to open our minds to understand the scripture. See, God who reveals himself to us and in spite of our set ways, he breaks into our life, teaches us to hear, teaches us to see, teaches us to understand the scripture. And if my mind is a hindrance, he opens my mind. God who does it, we don't even know our our minds are closed. We think we know it all. God has to come and open it. No, you need you're closed. You were open now, not anymore. Bitterness and anger and frustration has come into your life, child. You need you need to let go. Let me let me soften things and let me open it for you. Then we are able to receive God. Receive from God. Hear God. See God. Then we realize God was not absent. Was silent. Was not absent. Even in the silence he was actually speaking to me through so many things. So I want to challenge you this morning. You know all the craziness that's going on around us. Around the world. One of the most important, essential, my sheep sheep hear my voice, my sheep hear my voice, my sheep hear my voice, absolutely necessary, absolutely necessary, without which we cannot survive. Are you able to hear the voice of your shepherd this morning? All else comes later. Business, profession, family, money making, ministry, everything is secondary to the discipline, the blessing, the favor of hearing, ability to hear God's voice. Without hearing God's voice, we will be misled. By things that we think are important, hearing God's voice, you and I will be guided to the living waters. In business, in work, in the midst of challenges at workplace, He will give you the correct guidance. The thing that gives life, He will bring that into you. So may There be an urgent desire, may there be a real burden, a paramount, the most important activity that I do, if you want to call it an activity, is to the discipline of hearing and seeing, listening to God. I remember in my own life this was years ago. Uh, I, you know, it's not the only time that has happened many times, but I remember this particular instant, uh, you know, incident very clearly. I, I this was early in my uh, uh, seminary days. I was living in another country and uh, studying, and uh, somewhere uh, hardness of heart had come. There was a wall between me and my God. I was studying to be in ministry, but here I was, uh, felt alone, away from God. There was a wall. I could sense the wall. Was was there for many, many days. I knew there was a distance between me and my God. And one day I... I actually got a telephone, landline, for my room. And that day I called everybody I knew, everywhere I knew, My first phone I had, and gave them my phone number. You know, this is way before mobile phones, landline. I gave them my own phone number. Until then, it was a common phone in the dorm. This was a private phone individual phone that would ring in my own room. So I spent a better part of the day calling everybody and their mother and giving them the, my phone so they could call me. At the end of it, as I finished and lay back in bed, I realized this wall was still there, existence of this separation from God. And I said a prayer. Lord, if I knew your number, it was a very simple name and seems stupid. But it was from the heart. I said, Lord, if I knew your number, I would call you and give you my number. So we can reconnect. You know, strange thing. I went to sleep. Saying that prayer In fact, with tears, I slept off. I was tired. Next day I wake up, this wall was gone. This wall was completely gone. There was a closeness with God. That taught me that the realization that I have a wall that has come, that a distance has come, and that I need this God With me, God with me is a necessity for me. It's essential for me. It's not a luxury. It's not an extra. It's not something I need in my struggles. I need it every day. Brought God into my life. The silence of God was gone. I was beginning to sense it was the absence of God. It was, it was shown to be a lie. What was needed was actually a heart change. The needed change was actually within. It. When I cried to God saying, I need you, God broke away the walls that was separating me from him. So I want to challenge you this morning. I don't know your life situation, but the great I am. The one who knows, one who needs to know, knows completely. Reach out to him, cry out to him. He will break the walls between you and him if it has come. He will lead you, he will speak into your ears. He says, I will speak behind your ears and say, turn to the right, turn to the left. That's the closeness he wants. He wants to be able to speak behind our ears, left, right. Even our walking, he says, I'll guide you. May God speak to you and me in such measures every day. Without that, walking in this coming season, living in this coming season, working in this coming season, investing and you know, giving your efforts to things, the coming season is very, very risky unless God is with us. God is with us is a necessity. Shall we pray? Jesus, thank you for speaking to us through various ways. you Draws to you even as you draw near to us. May we truly say we hear the voice of the shepherd. In Jesus' name.